Hey everyone, so here is part two of my Low Lens Throwdown special. It was really so much fun to be there and really great to have the chance to meet all these amazing people. In this episode, I get to talk to Matilda Garnes from Norway, Mr. and Mrs. Sigmund's daughter, also known as Sarah's mum and dad, athlete Charlie Holford, who goes by the Insta name One Leg and a Mullet. We talk about the adapter division and its future in CrossFit. I speak to Elias, one of the founders of the French clothing brand Unchained. And then I have a very emotional encounter with the Campbell family as British athlete Lucy Campbell takes a spot at the Games. So like always, there's a lot to do. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Sunday afternoon now, it's just about 12, almost 10 to 1, which is when Matilda told me to meet her, and she's on time, like the professional athlete that she is. <laughs> hey Matilda, how are you? I'm good, I'm excited for day three. It's amazing to see you, last year we were together for the online semi-finals, and it was a tough weekend, and you were in a, it was like super stressful, and then you ended up in the online qualifiers, on the last chance qualifiers, and here you are, yeah. a year on. <laughs> At the CrossFit Lowlands Throwdown, looking like pretty solid in second, in joint second place, yeah. going into day three. How does it feel? Uh, it feels amazing, just uh, especially after how the last year has been with the knee surgery and everything. It's just uh, so nice being back on the competition floor and the body feeling good. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. I'd forgotten about your knee. Yeah. <laughs> I'd forgotten. Oh, you really have had a journey, haven't you? Yeah. It's Tell been me. ups and downs, but uh, the last uh, last uh, months has been only ups. So just hopefully it will keep going like that. <laughs> and you've got a lot of support with you this weekend, haven't you? You've yeah. got your big big squad over from Norway. Yeah. Have you, who's, who's here with you? Tell me the names. Um, from like uh, for me, it's uh, especially my coach Simon Oslund and my mental coach and like uh, yeah, she's coaching a bit as well, Christian Holte. Uh, they are here for me and but we have a, a big uh, squad from Norway, like the parents to my other teammates. I I say we are teammates, but we are comp- competitors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it feels like we are one team, uh, and it's just amazing to be here with them. It's a, it's such a nice atmosphere here and I think that the the crowd has been really really into what you've been doing have you um, had any standout moments this weekend um, yeah it's I think Friday was uh, I was so nervous I haven't been competing live for like mm. two years and uh, everything went very well uh, especially maybe the legless rope climb that was a big weakness of mine last year in both the semi-finals and the last chance yeah. qualifier so that was an incredible feeling to just uh, feel the progress yeah uh, because I remember I, I don't know if I should, I'm going to say it I remember yeah. last year when we were doing it it was so stressful for you that particular workout yeah. it was like just drama upon drama it felt like it were, that was like a big hurdle for you to overcome so. yeah it was how have you done that? 
I've done a lot of legless rope climbs. <laughs> I've beat it no, into submission. No idea how much legless rope climbs I've done. And I, I had some problems with my hand last year, but uh, it was a weakness as well. I had, I've been training um, the last two years at the gym with a, a rope that is a bit too short. So it was just like the last part of the rope climb. I wasn't prepared uh, okay. last year. And yeah, I was actually I fell down from the rope climbing yeah, last I year, <laughs> and uh, and this year I was just climbing and climbing. It felt uh, amazing just to see how all the hard work has paid off. So today we have two more events. We have something that looks really mean with devil's presses, uh, yeah. <laughs> sandbag cleans, and a bit of handstand push-ups yeah. as well. How do you feel about that one? Looking forward to it. It's uh, I think it's a good workout for me, uh, but I'm. Um, Fucking nervous as well. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, uh, I've been really, really nervous this morning, so I had to work a bit with myself. What did you tell yourself? I think uh, it, it feels just so weird being out there. I feel like a rocky <laughs> being out there with all the big names that I've never been competing with before. And I sometimes I can feel like they belong there more than me. Yeah. So I need to have more confidence in myself. This is a typical problem that a yeah. lot of, particularly female athletes, have told me imposter syndrome you didn't get here by accident Matilda no uh, you didn't get no. here by accident <laughs> nobody just dropped you in the, in the semi-final you worked through me in. Here. okay girl yeah. give me a fist bump go kill it yes I will I'll see you at the other Last end effort. good luck Thank but you not so that much. you need it and I'm gonna give you a hug now so that was my first interview of the day and despite her nerves or because of them Matilda went on to take fourth and got her first ticket to the games well done girl Meanwhile, in the main arena, I spotted a colourful sign saying Sarah, beast mode, and I had to go over to see who these mega fans were. Well, it was only her mum and dad, wasn't it? That couldn't have gone any better, could it? No, this was the best ever, yes. <laughs> we stand there all our power. We just need to have a win another one now. Yes, yes. We're hoping for that, yeah. Let's hope. Tell me what your name is. Hamron. Hi, but you're Sarah's mom. I am Sarah's mom. When did you get here? Have you been here all the time or did you just I arrive? I tried to follow her as I can. I tried to follow her as I can. Yes. And her dad. Hi. What's your name? Uh, Sigmund. Sigmund Durr. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Duh. That was a stupid question. <laughs> no, it's not stupid. We have uh, this uh, Icelandic thing that... Uh, every person, every, every, all of my children carry their last name as my first name, so... I know that, I don't know why I asked you! <laughs> I'm so excited to meet you! Yeah. I can feel your energy, it's, it's so nice. infectious! Yeah. Tell me what you would think, how does it feel watching her compete? Oh, I love watching her compete, yes! You don't get scared? No! No. I, I don't think I can cope! Sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm so excited I can't breathe, you know, just, you know. But it, this, this, was a, this was one of those moments, you know. Yeah, so yesterday was a tough day for her, huh? Yeah, it was a tough day. She took chances yesterday, but she did what she could. And, uh, you know, this, this competition makes you do maybe more than you can. And uh, sometimes, sometimes people are lucky and sometimes they're not, so. You have to take risks to win, yeah? Okay, full mum power for the last event. Yes. Full mum mom power, yes. How do you say, come on, Sarah, in Icelandic? Say it again. Áfram Sarah. Áfram Sarah. Go, Sarah, 
Go Sarah. Go Sarah. Good luck guys. I'm with you all the way. Parent power. Thank you for chatting. As we know now, Sarah didn't make it through to the games on this occasion. We'll be back for the Lance Chance qualifiers. And I went back to chat with her mum and she said it was the best thing that could have happened as now she would have more time to get ready to compete. Sarah Sigmastorza, you have lovely parents. Then I slipped out to the Vendor Village to get a quick chat with Elias from Unchained. I'm here with Elias from Unchained. Hi, Elias. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. It's been a really busy weekend for you, huh? Yeah, of course. A really, really, really busy weekend. Tell me about Unchained. Is it What makes it different to other clothing brands for CrossFit? Actually, Unchained is a French brand. Uh, we are uh, here since two, 2019. And we are focusing on the quality of the products and also of the color and uh, all the fitting. And so far, we have a good feedback from all our customers. So we are pretty happy for that. I've, had, I've also had feedback from the athletes who are wearing your brand. And they saw the quality is amazing. Ah, great. Yeah, so that's nice, huh? That's something we, we really work on every day and is the best uh, compliment that we get is the is about the quality and uh, and it's something really uh, I'm really happy for that and what's the theory behind the name why did you call it unchained ah that's a big story okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually it's the, the 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 spirit and the mind that we get is uh, it's in French unchained is called Deschenes Déchaîné uh, means uh, two things in French, is uh, broke the chain, so unchained. And déchaîné, like uh, when, we are, um, we, when we are go hard on the workout and something like that, it's called also déchaîné. So there's two meanings in the word in French, so déchaîné, like uh, break the code and everything. And déchaîné, like uh, to, when you are in, in the world, when you are focusing and you, you give all you got, and that's why the, the name of Unchained. Did you found the brand or did you do it with other people? Actually, we co-founded with my friend right here and we are, uh, in the beginning we, are, we were two and now we are eight in the, in the company and we not from the, the, the fabric company or something like that. We are civil engineer uh, for first, so it's a brand new thing uh, for us and we are so happy for that. Congratulations. Thank you. This about me. Thank Boom. You. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. By this time, it was only about one o'clock and it was time to find my next date. You can find Charlie on Instagram at one leg and a mullet. So please go and follow him there. All right, now I'm with Charlie Holford. We are perched in the um, foyer of the arena. It's pretty noisy where we are, so we come outside. And Charlie is uh, an adaptive standing athlete. Is that the way round yeah. to put it? Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. all good. <laughs> uh, so he's, he's just, he literally finished uh, his workout. He's like a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks so much for agreeing to talk to me. Well, tell me a bit about your weekend. How's it been? So our category, it's a brand new one for Lola. They announced a while back they were doing it. So we've done, I think it was February time we did qualifiers where they sent out qualifiers online, a bit like the other categories here at the classic event, um, competed them and the top five then came forward to this competition. Um, so we've had four workouts, we had one on Friday, two yesterday and one today. 
Um, and it's been mega. Like everyone's been so welcoming. Amsterdam as a city is beautiful, and all the people are so friendly. It's just been a really good atmosphere. Really good. Have you um, have you enjoyed the programming? Has it been tough for you? I was going to say like in the qualifier, the programming was fairly lightweight. So the, the dumbbells were all kind of 10 kilos and 12 kilos. But that was the thing coming here is you want it to progress on a bit like the standard competition is the, the qualifiers. I think especially in the Open have been not to the same standard as the actual quarterfinals semis and that, that has been followed here is that the qualifiers were good fast qualifiers they come here in the up the weight so yesterday one of the workouts was that was the first workout on Friday it was um, 60 cow ski through to 10 so 60, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10 and then we had dumbbell snatches because the in the classic event they had kettlebell snatches which is just a bit harder for us so we had dumbbell snatches but it was hang snatch because I'm a lower leg so I've got um, my left leg is uh, below the knee amputee um, I can't really snatch from the ground too well exactly that so dropping it all the way to the ground is pretty difficult yeah. so we do hang snatches still alternating and with a 22 and a half kilo dumbbell which is RX weight and heavy. yeah no it was good it was good I stuck to my plan and it worked it was good um, but that's that's what I mean here they've really it's tested us really heavily um, and the one I've just come from which is why I look so red and I'm still sweating like you anything are, you are yeah exam. yeah um, that was uh, it was a sprint workout so it's 15 cows on the echo his first round and then it's a 50 kilo sandbag you pick it up yeah. walk 10 meters come back six squats then walk another 10 Look meters and back on the bike um, and then it goes descending at cows on the echo bike ascending on the squats um, but yeah that was solid workout proper solid do you feel like the rest of the uh, your field have the same opinion of these workouts? Has everybody enjoyed it? Yeah, I think so. So the way we split it in the adaptive standing, we had four guys actually come here from the qualifiers. One guy couldn't. Um, we had two neurolog uh, neuromuscular and two lower extremity. So me and Danny is the lower. We just agreed before the event what... Because that's another good thing is because it's so difficult to... With an adaptive standing event, you've got so many different disabilities. Yeah. So me and Danny are both... Uh, below knee impairments, both use prosthetic, whereas both Mihail and Kevin, the neuromuscular, are completely different, so they can do different movements that we can do, but we can do stuff they can't. Mm -hmm. So for the snatches, they used a 15 kilo, and they didn't have to alternate arms, whereas we used 22 and a half and had to alternate every time. So it's just working out what works best, and Alex Zirkenbach, who works for CrossFit, came over here from America specifically to help us. Oh, that's great. Um, so before each event, we had a briefing, what can you do still made it hard because um, we don't want we want to show people what we can do but we don't want to be a gimmick we don't no. want to just go on there and it's just throw weights of, around the freak show exactly that yeah. it's, it's a crude way of putting it but that's exactly what it is uh, we want to show people that we can do it so putting on an event where we're still doing the same calories as the RX athletes we're still doing an RX weight yeah. is really important for us we don't want sympathy exactly that but we're not admired. here for that yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're not here for sympathy. We're here to show that we we can do exactly what everyone else does. We just may yeah. need, like for example, with the hang snatch, we may just need to do it from the hang position rather than run touch on the floor. We can still do the workout, just a minor adaption, and then we can smash it. I might argue that actually the hang snatch is harder. Yeah, possibly. Um, but that, again, for that is that it might be for a for an able athlete it may be that they would prefer to do a, a standard snatch whereas for us it's easier to hang yes it's a more difficult movement if you've got two feet but if you haven't like mm. it yeah it's it's, it's easier to hang what is the situation with the um, adaptive competitive field this year because of the way that crossfit has changed 
your guys, your, you, your season? So the open was was good. It was hard. The issue that CrossFit, I mean, it's not CrossFit's fault. It's so in. I can only speak from the lower extremities that we've got. We had about 200 enter, and it ranges from. So I've got friends who are double above knee amputees, and for example, you had a 24-inch box jump. Uh, well, it's 20-inch thrust even. Um, they they've got no chance of doing that. They just can't do it. Um, and then you've got people who have both feet but have their they don't work as they should do so for example Alec who came from CrossFit to do he works for CrossFit as the adaptive uh, head judge he can't move his right foot but if you were to look at him um, he has significant scarring on his foot but if you didn't see that if you had socks on for example you would say looking at him there's no there's no issue and I know personally because I had a nerve condition for eight years before I had my leg amputated um, so I know how that feels to be looked at and think oh there's, there's nothing wrong with you which is just a horrific it was horrible for me for eight years because you, you try and hide it almost because no one can see it so they don't think it's there so you try and hide it it's a lot I found it a lot easier to deal with my disability now that my leg's not there which some people find hard to believe but it's a lot easier for me to walk about with my prosthetic because people see me and think oh just don't have to make an excuse exactly that exactly that and yeah. and I'm quite fortunate in the fact that I come from a position where I, I can I understand why the people with two feet that are in my category feel a bit judged almost um, but CrossFit are doing really well, so like I said, there's 200 people in our category, ranging from double above to both feet with significant impairments, um, so everyone's in that category. What I think they've done with CrossFit is they've tried to make it as inclusive as possible, so they've lowered the weights, like this year on the 22.2, was a deadlift workout, they lowered our weights and made the burpees a burpee to target rather than burpee over bar. Mm-hmm. Um, just little things that help everyone. They can't make it perfect for everyone, but until the numbers are up that, that more people are entering, they can then subdivide us into, say, above and below. Okay, so the crucial thing is more people have to take part. Exactly, yeah. That's the end of the yep. story. Yeah. So it's that really is it. important that you guys come here and show other people. That's the thing is, is a lot of people think we're coming here to perform in front of everybody people. But what my my goal is is to inspire other adaptive athletes or even to say people that haven't done CrossFit before is give it a go. Because I I lost my leg 18 months ago. Um, I was bed bound for three years before that, and f- yeah, four it was four months post amputation. I did the open last year. Hang on a minute. You were in a you were in bed for three for three. Essentially, yeah. yeah so I could, I could get back the house kind of but where my nerve condition was pretty bad if, if the wind hit my leg I would be in bits um, if, if water touched my leg I was in bits if, like, super sensitive yeah massively massively sensitive like, like agonising oh huge painful. huge I'm pain I'm so sorry no it is what it is and, what was it and called the, thing, the condition uh, complex regional pain syndrome do which you is, have it anywhere else no uh, and quite a rep Quite, um, a lot of people don't like to amputate with it because it's a nerve condition. They say that it can spread, but I was really fortunate. Found a really good surgeon, um, and she was like, "No, perfect. You're you're the perfect candidate." Because I'm quite headstrong. That's another thing I'm quite fortunate with. Yeah, that's the one, that's what my mum would say. Yeah, um, that's that's a good thing for me. And becoming an amputee is that nothing was going to stop me. I wouldn't anything stop me. Yes, I had to be patient in the first few months, but I just got on with it and. And now all I want to do is just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and progressing. So life is for living. Exactly. Just get on with yep. it. Every day to go out and do something. How just, old are you? I'm 31. Come on, Charlie. Smash it. Yeah. That's really good. I'm really delighted to meet you. Yeah, you too. I, I, I think that at any age we should be like pushing our limits all the time. Yeah, definitely. 
definitely. Yeah. I think people get too, I think especially with this modern day and age, people get too comfortable doing doing not a lot. It's very easy to do nothing. Um, and it's not easy to come out. I'm just calling down now. So I've just, just done a massive workout, just calling down now. It's taken an hour to cool down. It's been uncomfortable, it's been horrible, but it's the feeling you get afterwards. You just get out and do stuff and enjoy life while you're here, because it's only a short life, isn't it? You don't yeah. get long, just push yourself every day. Come on, push ah, <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Charlie. Go give him a follow. And then, the main event. The elites lined up for event six, and it was a fast Furious and fantastic one. Rookie German athlete Moritz Feiberg made a move and got himself into a qualifying spot. And then the women lined up for the most exciting final ever. There were tears from Lucy Campbell as she crossed the line from relief and stress. I don't know. But her family crowded in around her. And I just happened to be in the right spot as well. I know that she's like just keep believing in yourself Lucy there's so much more that she's capable of doing her technique is amazing yeah sky's the limit really, really proud of Lucy we love you and you're a legend we've watched her like get better basically over the last couple of years and just seen her progress and her trajectory is insane and now to see her do this the ju- yeah, the it's just start. amazing it's just inspiring it's brilliant She is one of the best girls in the world. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> She's amongst the best girls in the world. Yeah, yeah. she and, can hold and, her own. She's and she got first place in an event. So. <laughs> just don't change. Yeah, that's all. Just don't change. Just be yourself. She's ace. Yeah. Okay, we have a cheer. A big Lucy cheer. Yeah. And then just when I thought my interaction with the Campbell clan was done. Joan, Lucy's mum, had this to say. After such a long time, it's such an exciting, emotional moment. Yeah, I mean, I really felt felt for Sarah, because when we were in Wadapalooza, and she, there was one of the, when it was the big lifts, I mean, the camera was in her face all the time. And yet the sad thing about it is that there were so many other athletes in that heat who were doing their stuff, you know, just checking away, doing their stuff, taking their time, lifting, and not of them got any acknowledgement and I think this is one of the, the areas for CrossFit to start and you know in their coverage broaden the field because there's so much young talent coming in the men's side and the women's side and and because it's so competitive and everything's about sponsors and everything's about you know your um, your social media coverage I, I think they do a disservice to the younger ones who are coming up or the, the new talent I think it's just, I really felt for Sarah. I think she's clearly a a phenomenal athlete. And uh, yeah, just get the camera out of her face. Let her her do her stuff. At the end there, when Lucy was stood there, she was in tears and the camera was right there as well. Did you see that? I did, and it was like, let her cry. Hounds, you know, like, yeah. let's have the drama. Yeah, just let her cry. What's your name? Joan. Joan? Yeah, 
Yeah, Joan. Hi, I'm Vicky. Nice to meet you, Joan. Yeah, nice to meet you Enjoy too, Enjoy your Vicky. trip to America. Yeah, I'm thank sure you're you. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a mum. Peter's a dad. I'm a scarab. Peter's a Campbell. So guys, thanks for listening. I meant to have this episode out on Sunday evening, but if you follow me on social media, you will know my husband had a serious bike accident. So family first and all that, so a bit delayed. Thank you to everyone who has sent me messages and offered us help. It means a lot. Until next time, thanks for listening and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.